Discovery Houston, press to ATO. Each, ni, san, yon. Each, ni, san, yon. Ni, yon, 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 yon. Check, check, we're here, we're doing it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome everybody to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. We are gonna be talking about cannabis, we're gonna be talking about coffee, we're gonna be talking about life, we're gonna let it flow, we're gonna let, our minds go a little bit. I got a great uh, strain of cannabis here for us today. Thank you for listening, everybody. I'm so excited. I get excited to do this podcast. This, I mean, I've seen the numbers go up. Thank you, thank you. Remember to like and subscribe. Write a funny, get high, write a funny comment. Um, Do whatever you can. Repost, post it. you can email me, contact at Rob Cantrell. But uh, yeah, we got a great, we got some great coffee and we got some great cannabis. Um, I'm super psyched. What the strain I have here is Super Silver Haze, which is, I have it ground up. I, I'll say, I'll, I'll be as honest as I can. I got, an, I got like an eighth of this stuff and it was so good. I was just powering through it and I was going to be, that's what happens. I run out right before I do the podcast. And then I'm like, oh shit. And it's on the East Coast and it's, you know, things are changing, but it's not as easy to re-up as I was in California or, you know, other places. But uh, I have flour. I have my classic uh, one hitter that I did clean out nicely. It's a glass chillum. Um, it has a nice knob on the end. It's a great piece. I like that. I also, now this, some, my uh, brother-in-law went out to Costco and just bought a huge bag of coffee because he loves coffee. And this is his ride or die coffee. And I think this is a ride or die coffee for a lot of people. It's a good coffee and I'm just smelling it. I got like, what is this bag? I got like a pound, two and a half pounds of Starbucks French roast, dark, intense and smoky. Uh, this is the Starbucks French roast. Now I we can I'll, I'll ramble about whether I like Starbucks or not, but coffee is coffee. You know I'm not a super snob, but as I do this podcast, I get more into it, and I've been drinking coffee now for a long time, and it is kind of my, my main life source. But the story of French roast, I just like to read this out loud. It's like how I do directions if I'm going to play a board game or if I'm gonna do some IKEA bullshit. I just like to read it once, even if I'm not even listening, just to say the words out. It's a lot like mantras and shit. But uh, French roast uh, is muted with oil. That's that when the beans get that glossiness. Muted with oil, the tumbling beans become eerily silent. A master roaster watches, knowing that if he pushes them a second too long, 
they'll burst into flame. White smoke hangs down as the glistening beans term ebony. This French roast, and you can't roast it darker. Straightforward, light body, low acidity. That's what I like when it's low. I don't like as, I don't like ascetic taste. Metallic, ascetic, I think that's what I'm saying. So it does have a low um, assist in immense popular since 1971. Our darkest roast is adored for its intense smokiness. Now, I do like the smokiness of this. And it does smell bad, good. I mean, as Starbucks goes, I would say look for the French roast, the dark roast. Um, sometimes I'm just so even, I don't even want to get near a Starbucks or taste it. But sometimes I'm like, it, it hits the spot. <laughs> and you know what else? Um, they take credit card everywhere you go. And they're fucking everywhere. So if you, and they do have cold brew, they do have, you know, they do change it up. So, you know, I guess Starbucks is just like, you know, it, it, it is like a Ford T, you know, if you're going to have a car, you're going to have the regular car, but it used to be diner coffee, but Starbucks definitely, this is the new word everybody's saying, elevated, elevated the taste. Um, but we're about to get elevated on some super silver haze. Oh, so I made a great, and I have a French press. This is a French roast beans. It has that oil, a lot like those Hawaiian beans that I had. It has this like, it has that darky, dark, that sounded odd. It just has that oily, like glistening darkness to it. And it's good and it's rich, but some, it's a, you know, this turned out great. I'll say this turned out great just because I did the, I did a cold brew and I put it in yesterday I put it in the refrigerator yesterday at like six. And right now it's like noon the next day. So this this stuff is banging. This is like a 12 hour slowly cold brewed in a French press, in a French roast beans. And then I have it in a nice plastic tumbler that's just packed all the way with ice. I put a little something to cut it. I've been going almond milk, but I've been just crushing almond milk. So I switched over to regular milk and so I just have a taste of this so I'm gonna taste this this is just this is just great right now I mean it's so clean and icy it just like there's no aftertaste it almost goes down too good that's the thing about cold brew the shit almost goes down like cool uh too and you just drink a shitload of it and that's what I do but that's what this podcast is all about. It's about, you know, being creative, drinking coffee, hitting some herb, stretching out, growing, evolving. Everything's happening so fast, man. You know what's been tripping me out is this Missy Elliott, Allison Stoner. I don't know if you know, but on the MTV 2019, Missy Elliott just was uh, given the Vanguard reward, uh, Award for, you know, all the banging hits she had in the 90s. And all her videos. Her videos were just fucking groundbreaking. And I'm not the hugest fan, but I Get Your Freak On is just a perfect beat. And perf it's, it is almost a perfect hip-hop song. I mean, it's up there with, like, Jay-Z and Run DMC. It's like, if you're talking hip-hop, Get Your Freak On is just, just about perfection. You just want something funky that makes people want to dance. That's 
that's the key to hip hop. The key to hip hop isn't overthought. There's no, that's when you go, I'm about lyricism, I'm about, uh, you know, the culture. And the, if it's funky and it gets people moving, it's young and it's fresh, that's, that's kind of where, that's the sweet spot in that art form, as I see it. And Missy just fucking cold crushed that and owns it. And her confidence is just, damn, man. Um, and she should, like society says, she shouldn't have that much confidence. And she does have that much confidence. And she backs it up with just straight bangers. Um, but that's a cool moment. Check out Missy Elliott. And this little girl that was her backup there, I used to, I swear to God, I didn't know who Allison Stoner was. And I used to do a bit like, I don't know, like seven weeks ago, I was talking about what happened to the girl that was the backup dancer in those Missy Elliott videos. She happens to be a singer herself. She's got some songs. She got some shit out there. She's doing videos. And she did all her hip hop moves from back in the day from 2003 now 2003 that's a weird that's when she, that was 17 years ago and that was when i first got on last comic standing that was a i popped off <laughs> in my own little small uh fame but that was the first season of the show and i was on the first like so i got i was in hollywood during that whole time i remember also kanye's through the wire was the song that just like was i remember the radio because i had a radio in my car in LA and that's what I was driving around it was before kind of the uber and even the social media shit popped there was just that it was 2003 still had some 90s <laughs> in it um but now it's 2019 but no I just hit some of this cannabis and it's glorious um very piney I love pine I love that pine thing not all herb has it but that fresh piney like that pine you know a lot of the herb from Oregon has that like it has this like you can almost literally taste the tree whereas you know some of the other stuff is um you know um not piney but like super pungent I like it kind of just like Oh, it feels like I'm gonna about to go hiking or something. <laughs> That's how I like the herb to smell. It's when it, the super like gas, the fire, fire is good now and then, but it can blow up your spot. Are people still saying weed is loud? It's loud, man. I love that saying. That was some of the best hip hop slang. That one kind of came and went, but it's still around smoking that loud or damn. That is loud. That's like if you smell some really pungent herb or if you've been hitting some pungent herb and you came into the spot and you weren't in the spot earlier before and the shit's just like, whoa, that's loud. <laughs> it's like you definitely know what was going on. But it's not the worst smell. Like when I do smell it, like sometimes I'm like, okay, is there some young kids going to be rough or is there a jam band about to break out <laughs> or is there some yoga going down? Um, I did some yoga today. I've been zenning it out. How have you guys been zenning it out? I've been, you know, loose, but good. I'm getting better every day in every way. That's one of my mantras that I do when I meditate. I did not meditate today. Today I just stretched. 
Yesterday, I just stretched and did a, um, and I did the rowing machine for 20 minutes and then did six pull-ups and then I left the gym. And then the day before, I just stretched, but I've been doing a ton of walking in between that. And then I did two day Monday and Tuesday, I did at the gym. And I think I did some full days of stretching, uh, workout, and then meditation. I think that's how I need to do it. It's like you go through the stretch and then you go to the gym. Don't stay there too long. Hit that row machine for 17 to 22 minutes. And then, uh, but I have been hiking all, I've been going all over the place. So I've been definitely my steps on my iPhone. I don't watch it that much, but I had a nine mile day the other day. That was crazy. I looked at, I remember being like so wiped out. And then I looked at my steps and I was like, oh shit, man, I walked nine fucking miles just today. Um, usually it's around four to five to even six. Um, low days are like one to three. And that's just New York City living. But uh, but uh, today, like, I, I just I walked through the park. I've been walking through the park and getting back up to nature. It helps to connect with nature. I just think with all this technology, I got some new plants. I got this new plant called the snake plant. Do you guys know about the snake plant, yo? The snake plant is, like, supposed to clean out the air. And uh, I got it in my window. I kind of got it in the corner where I'll be hitting some weed, where I hit some weed out. Um, so, but the, the plant is called the snake. It's just these big leaves that shoot out of the ground. <laughs> it's not even, man, it's a trippy-ass plant, man. It's kind of like an octopus coming out of the ground. It's just these big-ass leaves that come out of the pot. But it's called a snake plant. But the snake plant supposedly clears out the air. Mm. Hitting that iced coffee. So you could just, you can just, oh, I could drink 20 glasses of this. And I got it made. But you do this, at, I, I should start selling this shit, man. I make this stuff really good. <laughs> but, uh, and I've been trying out all this beans. I've been educating myself with this podcast. I, I've been loving, if you want something to do, what I always do with this podcast, I've been listening to them, but I, I do enjoy the beats because they're always a little bit different and they're always kind of basic and kind of, funky and my idea is for you guys to pack your bowls or roll or you know whatever just get your mindset that hey i'm about to listen to the cannabis coffee hour i'm gonna listen to this fucking stand-up comedian ramble on uh as he you know takes down you know five tumblers of super dark coffee and hits four glasses of super haze super chronic and talks about his snake plants <laughs> Uh, no, this, this coffee is great. The thing about what I was going to say is like, a lot of life is self-discipline and I'm trying to do it. I'm not perfect. Uh, and that's another thing is I'm trying to be more self-aware and kind of look at my own hypocrisy and places. It's kind of like when you see like dudes being overly religious, they have more of a closed mind or... Uh, they're so liberal that they close people off. Like, it's those extremes. I think I talk about it a lot. But I'm just trying to, you know, take time to stretch 
and balance. Balance my center. That's what's something I've been doing with my Zen, with my practice, with my, uh, with my stretching, is working on my balance. Because I think that will help me with my thinking, and I think everything's so fucking connected. Uh, I think that will help me with my thinking, and I think it will help me with my comedy, is working on my balance. Because I, I was fucking around, and I took like, a yoga class with my fam and I was doing the balance like where you put your foot when you're standing on one foot and you're doing the inside heel to the calf thing and you're doing I couldn't hold that for like a second on either foot I was like all over the fucking map it was really weird it was the same feeling that I got like a couple years ago when I tried to touch my toes and I couldn't even bend over I was like what the fuck is this shit so I think you take those things for granted but as you get older a lot of it's just man keeping your mind clear keeping bad thoughts negative thoughts out uh just being being good to yourself you know all this stuff about self-discipline and self-preservation there are a lot of pockets to like beat yourself up if you don't do everything perfect that's what I've I think that's one of the traps I fall into is that I I get on a good roll and I have a good rhythm and then I fall off and you know I eat you know five bags of Doritos and jerk off five times and uh, you know you just you just spin out or you just you just flog it you just bleh you just kind of 50 cent it you not 50 cent 50 percent it you don't go all in and when you're all in, when your vibration is, you know, at its highest, that's, I'm trying to raise my vibration, yo. And I do think cannabis helps. Sometimes I think it hurts, um, but I do think it helps. You know, it's a lot like, uh, yeah, I think I have it in myself. Sometimes I power, I get a bag and I just power through it too hard because I, th- I think I was just raised on flight or fear or flight or fight or flight or all that, you know, in such... A, you know, when, as cannabis is so illegal when I was growing up and so frowned upon upon society and now those doors are opening and <clears throat> you kind of get away from that kind of mentality. Um, there is that like starvation mentality. A lot of it's show business is the same way, but by using Zen and using Let It Go and the less I think, the more I can comprehend it's weird um but i was going to talk about trail mix and like iced coffee i love and i also like trail mix i've been trying to change up my diet not too hardcore you know i do want a hamburger i haven't had one i'm gonna get a hamburger i'm gonna talk about it for a whole hour on this fucking podcast because when i get a good hamburger i'm gonna get a good hamburger i'm fucking around with some bullshit but sometimes a big mac i always love the big mac I'm not a, I was never a fast food dude, even when fast food was looked upon as good food. <laughs> I wasn't really a fast food dude. I never had that much money, and I was, you know, yeah. But, so, but a Big Mac timed perfect, that was always, you know, that was always a treat. Because I just like, a lot of it's the sauces. I'm big on sauces, and I'm big on spices. Spice it all day. Indian food, hot food, Thai food. Weird taste. I like all that shit. Not all the time. It has to be kind of controlled. Oh, back to trail mix. So I don't know what you guys fuck with, 
but I've been trying to eat more nuts and stuff like that. But the thing about trail mix, like an almond broke my tooth. That's why I wig out almonds. I've been easing back into them a little bit. I've been brushing my teeth good, but I chipped my tooth on an almond. It fucked me up for a while. Um, did I tell you guys that story? I don't, I mean, it was, it was bad. Um, I had to use a Groupon to get it fixed and it was in a bad situation, bad time. You know, we all been there. Um, but you work through those things. You work through them. It sucks. You deal. Um, it goes back to that fight or flight in that wig out zone. Cause so many t- things there's in your head, you know, a lot of it's just being able to control the thoughts in your head and being able to let go of the thoughts in your head because your thoughts are just fucking, a lot of it's just bullshit, yo. Um, and being, being is beyond thought, you know, being is the ultimate truth because you're being and you're in that moment. And that's what, you know, you're trying to expound on and live in that moment. And not live for the future. But I've been doing, uh, going back to trail mix. Let's get back on the trail. Um, but uh, I get the Cajun one. Do you guys ever get the Cajun one? I, get, I like that spice. Going back to the spice, I like that kick. I like that fire. I don't know. I don't, maybe it's about dudes or I don't know what it is. I still like hot sauce. I love me some red hot. Like if you're going to just splash some, splash some red hot on anything and it takes it up, you know. I think I want I want to taste the red hot more than anything. Um, but the Cajun spice, the only thing is I end up eating the whole thing and then I get sick. Like uh, it tastes so good, it's so salty and so, but then I eat too much. I guess what I'm trying to learn is how to pull back a little bit. At times, you know, I am getting good at it. Um, I saved, you know, I saved, I think maybe a year ago I would have powered through and not saved for this podcast. But the thing is, I do love doing these, this podcast and I love learning about this podcast and I love learning what you guys like about the podcast and where it's all going. I do know, you know, I, I kind of have a feeling where it's going and it's somewhere really good. <laughs> and if not, but I just enjoy doing it. I really have a lot of fun doing it. So, and it incorporates everything that I like. It incorporates hitting some herb, talking kind of on a freestyle level. Um, the thing about comedy sometimes is like, you're always trying to be funny. You're always trying to be, so sometimes that can come off so fake that it's not even funny anymore. The mighty chillin'. Um, it's small, but it packs a punch. Especially if you grind it right, you know? A lot of it is just preparing how you're going to smoke herb and how you're going to drink coffee. Those are the, a lot of it, you know, goes beyond whether it's legal or not, if it's good or not. A lot of it's just how you prepare it. Same thing with food. But I've always been a good cook. I can cook my ass off. I've been thinking a lot about that. I still, like, just the other day, I could make a half quesadilla that's just, like, slamming. And then I made this salad 
with a bunch of cucumbers and some feta cheese and some red onions and dill. And it was, uh, and I had some Italian dressing and I just fired it up. Man, that thing, that, that was slamming. That was a nice, I did that twice in a row. It was the half quesadilla and salad for lunch. That was fucking bomb. Uh, today I just grabbed this big thing of Cajun fucking trail mix. I couldn't stop fucking eating it. Um, but I, but I got to do this podcast. That's the good thing about having work, having shit to do. Um, I have a lot to do, but I'm getting it done. I'm moving forward. A lot of it has to do with this podcast, reaching out to sponsors. Sponsors, contact me at Rob, contact at Rob Cantrell. That's my email for sponsorship on the podcast. Um, I'm connected to High Times as well as a lot of people in the comedy world and thousands and thousands of fans around the world, uh, both fans of cannabis and comedy. So I do think uh, if, if, if your viewers or your, your people that customers dig that kind of shit, they will dig my podcast. It's a positive podcast. I just want to keep the good, I want this to be the good vibe podcast. Um, well, you, couldn't eat, you can't label shit. That's the other thing is, is once you start labeling shit, it becomes a little bit hacky. And once you start, that's why I kind of always wanted to make this an organic feel. Um, but I've been working on remixing these two old albums. So that's what I, I, but I found the old files that I actually think I can get into the board and do like serious, serious remixes of my 2013 um, CD album, Dreams Never Die. And I go in there, I'm going to take the best cuts of that. And then my other album, Keep on the Grass. And I'm going to re-release that. And so, because those... Those tracks aren't on Spotify. I have seven. I have put out a hip hop album that was seven tracks, and then on my first stand up album, my first my first thing that I put out in stand up was right after Last Comic Standing. Five years in, I put out a DVD that I printed up like a thousand copies, and it's called Metaphysical Graffiti. And I'm actually driving down Route One. It's pretty crazy. I need to rewatch it. It's hard to watch because, you know, I'm so young and the material's so young. It's all in DVD format. And then I have all of the cut of the movie on a hard drive that I can't seem to get open. It, this hard drive looks like it's a big box of tin. It's so old. Um, because I did that thing in 2005. And the, but we, I cut that whole thing with a friend of mine. Shout out Tony Deo, comedian Tony Deo from Buena Vista, Virginia. Great comic, great guy. And he was nice enough to let me crash at his house in North Carolina for a week. We worked on this DVD, just cutting up all the material on it. And I think I, yeah, I drove down there and I think I had maybe a gig and I just had a few days and we just went at it. We just <laughs> cut, we cut up a movie. But it's on this hard drive that I can't get going. But, you know, just a lot of being an artist is just like going through all the, you know, over 20 years, I've created a lot of material. And some people just let shit fucking sit there and flake. And you can't really be a flake if you really cared about that art. Like, you got to make sure you got the rights and the, you know, I'm trying to own all the, I, th I do own all the masters of this shit. So I own these masters. 
and Coffee and Weed, that was a pretty big song, man. It got over like 60,000 hits on, um, it's, it, it was around, 60,000, you know, none of my stuff has gone super viral. I don't know, have I been a part of a million hit video? Yeah, I think I, I think Headliners was, almost went there. I don't know. I don't know if I have. But I was on, the, you know, I did like three or four. I did this one short film that was on, that I'm really proud of. I do have the cut of it, but it wasn't, it was good. I just maybe need to go and redo it. It was a great idea, but it was called, it was called, it was a pencil fighting, a pencil fighting video uh, that was on the front page of Funny or Die. Right when Funny or Die started, right when it was like the bomb to be on Funny or Die, it was on the front page for over a week. Is one of their favorite videos, but it was a uh, pencil fighting video, and it was, uh, it was, yeah, what was it called? It was called Mad Wood. The what was? It? Yeah, it was called Mad Wood. It was like uh, pencil fighting mixtape, and it was like this underground. I kind of took it as like those and one videos, but I did it for pencil fighting, which I act, which I said was like a banned sport or a band, uh, childhood sport in Brooklyn public schools, and there was a band of pencil fighters, and this was like a documentary to it. I need to revisit that. So, you know, some of your earliest ideas are your best ideas, or because they, they have such grandioso vision and scope, because you didn't know, you know, how expensive some of this shit to do. To produce an idea, to push stuff forward, you know, like I'm re-releasing this thing, but a lot of it's just, you know, collecting money, in order to remaster it and then distribute it myself and then go through the process of doing all the paperwork for the rights of everything, which takes a lot of focus. But I can do it, and I've done it before. So you just, you know, you just want to make sure those back ends are taken care of uh, as an artist. I don't know why I'm giving you guys all these jewels. <laughs> but I, if you've listened to this deep into the podcast, um, then maybe you deserve... Uh, some of that insight. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you gotta just let things flourish. And I just, yeah, I don't know if I just want to just like spell spell out everything on this podcast. I kind of want to just talk about music and herb. And I think that's what you guys do. I don't know. Was that shit? Maybe that was a part of my ego right there. I kicked in there. Show business is weird. That's why I always think about like how good meditation is because it teaches you to control your thoughts. And like I was saying, your thoughts are not that big of a deal. Like your thoughts are just your thoughts. They're not real. They're your thoughts. But your being and your intention, your thoughts in create your reality. So that's why you gotta watch out for them. That's what I'll say. Um, but, uh, so I've been meditating. I guess I didn't meditate the last two days. That's why uh, I definitely want to do that in the next... I'll try to do that tomorrow. Maybe do try to do the full gamut tomorrow. Um, I have some shows. I'm actually... Tonight I'm at this comedy club called the Eastville Comedy Club in Brooklyn, New York. And it's the only comedy club in Brooklyn, New York, and it's on Atlantic Avenue. But they were in the East Village, and it was a good club. 
So then they just moved over here, so they're just figuring out the area. But they've been over there like a year or two. And I do spots over there now and then, so I'll be there tonight, so that should be fun. Um, and then I got... Um, I'm actually doing the old comic strip comedy club on Sunday, and then I'm doing Pete's Candy Store on Saturday. So that's this Memorial Day weekend. So I am bouncing around New York City if you're here this weekend. Uh, maybe I'll put some stuff up. You know, these are just all workout spots. <clears throat> but I've been uh, doing uh, my yoga. Well, I'll say my yoga, my stretch. That book helped me out. So I've been doing the balance. So I've been doing the balance on one foot for like trying to do it for 10 seconds. And then trying to balance on the second foot for 10, 10 seconds. That's the goal. And I'm getting there. Today I did it. And then I also did it in the, you kind of lean over in the warrior pose. You can work on, there's a balance thing. So those two things work on your balance. So I think those are the things I'm trying to work on. I'm working on balancing it all out, as we all are. Uh, balancing all this coffee and cannabis out. Uh, the dark roast, I don't know, this may be my second, third cup. Um, it tastes great. Uh, I think, you know, by by cold brewing it, it kind of tastes that Starbucks-y taste out of it. I'm looking at the bag, so I'm I'm seeing the Starbucks emblem and things, so I'm kind of tasting Starbucks. But if I didn't have it, the bag around, I wouldn't taste Starbucks. Not that Starbucks is bad, and I might be a snob about it. I'm a little snobby with my fucking coffee, I will say. I've just gotten to that point. But sometimes I like Dunkin'. I don't, I think it's just a time or place. Because this stuff is hitting the spot right now. And I would swear that this is like the best coffee in the world <laughs> at this moment. Because I got it in my hand and it tastes good. And coffee just gives you that like, it's, I guess it's just straight up caffeine. But I, I keep on going back to that earth feeling. And that dirt feeling. That's what I like about cannabis. It keeps you closer to nature in some odd way. Because you're ingesting nature. But you got to watch out for nature. Mother man nature is a motherfucker. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know about a mother. It, it can fuck you up, man. You just got to respect nature. Because we're all a part of it. We are nature. And it's all changing and moving. Um, and going forward. And trying to settle on and not settle like you have to get better it's weird like how you have to constantly in life try to get a little bit better um in order to deal with the times that's that's what it feels like with me and my life and living in 2019 it's like um it's like um you got It's just all evolving and trying to understand the technology, especially with entertainment. Especially that's why, you know, I have been doing a podcast longer than everybody. <laughs> Not really. Keith and the girl was there. Mark Maron did have a radio show. People have been doing radio shows, but I did have on Brooklyn Radio. It was before it was called podcasting. It was called. Maybe some of you are still listening to it. Shout out to all the original listeners of the R R and R Brooklyn Radio. Uh, internet radio show. I think we did like 23 episodes, but we had a turntable and it was my friend DJ Concerned. 
then my friend Andy Barlow, who actually helped mix and produce my uh, Dreams Never Die album, they were a part of this like internet radio um, po early podcasting thing, but it was mostly because they were DJs. So it was mostly DJs. But I lived with the dude that ran the thing, and he offered me a show, and I played comedy albums and old hip-hop albums and played old funky beats. And the, like DJ Concern, my friend Sean, who was helping out with the whole project, um, had a great, you know, he's a great DJ, and he had great album collection, great vinyl. We had crates and crates of vinyl, two turntables and two microphones, the whole setup. And that was that. I kind of want to get back to that. That's kind of where it was really good. Hopefully, I'm going to get Rondell Hartley on this, my old co-host. But I'll get more guests. But as you know, I'm just trying to keep the pace, keep it weekly. But I'm going to... I'm working on the sound. I've been listening to the sound. Oh, yeah. Thank you for putting up for the last three episodes. I'm not sure about that Bluetooth. Device. Well, it broke. Actually, those headphones broke on me. And so this is, this is with the Shure mic again. But I tweaked the sound. I thought it was really good. I thought the sound was really good. Like, I could pull it off on this. But I'm going to take it up another notch and try to get one of those MIDI things. Um, and then try to hook up just some sure real like stand-up mics and then it would be great to get you know a turntable but the only thing and this is like when we did our show he didn't I don't he didn't have Serato was just starting to come out we mostly played vinyl but he may have he may have played some some that whole Serato thing where they had the turntables and then they hooked it up into the laptops and then you could play any song from the database that that took DJing to a whole other thing man that's that's a whole other thing um yeah these new DJs like people diss on them and stuff like that but I just think the creation of music is just happening faster and easier and bigger and I think people's ears are getting more defined and different, different, you know, as because they're just so, you know, pe what people are raised on now, they have access to just about every diverse and big thing. But it's almost too much that you really do have to seek it out and curate like a ton of bullshit if you really want to find the good stuff. But uh, I guess with my Spotify, what have I been? I've been uh pumping up some grateful dead while doing some yoga um i got a yoga playlist i think i told you guys all about and then uh i've been playing some oh rare earth celebrate now that's a good song you should check out rare earth celebrate that's some funk 70 I mean, it's, and it's been sampled. It's sampled by Dr. Dre in this really evil fucking, like, gangster rap song. But they sample Celebrate, and it's Celebrate, and they count it off. They go, one, two, three, four. And it has this guitar that just kind of wah-wahs out, like, wah wah And it's just like, wah. And then it just, when it cranks into the break, it's just, I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Another day of living. Ow, ow. I just want to celebrate. 
Another day of living. I just want to celebrate another day of love. Man, that song is sick. Yeah, get that thing on the Spotify rocket on the row machine. You're killing it, man. <laughs> um, that's a great song. And a great mess. It's just a super positive funk tune. Um, and there's something about guitars, man. That's the only thing with so much hip-hop and hip-hop blowing up is like when I hear a guitar tone or somebody that can manipulate the guitar tone, like it's just this very specific and cool electric, you know, that's why Led Zeppelin never stops being cool. Um, it's just a very specific tone that's just fucking sick, man. A sick lick. Man, a good guitarist just has licks for days. That's so crazy. You know, life and creativity is so wild like that. You know, it's like, I always think about people, you know, there's just millions and millions and millions and millions of people, but we're pretty much the same setup. It's like 10 fingers, 10 toes, two arms, two legs, um, sexual organs, some lungs, and, uh, but we're all different. We're all different. If you sat there and drew people, but there are doppelgangers. I do think the equation is going off because uh, people, you see the same people out there, you know, that look, dude, there's so many people that look like me. I got hit just the other day, like, Rob, are you riding a bike over in Chelsea? I'm like, fuck, no, man. I never ride bike in New York City. That is crazy. That's the crazy Rob. That's the crazy doppelganger. I would never ride a bike in New York City. I got friends that do it, but not me. I know how my brain works, and it's not working on that level. Um, that's a lot of bullshit to dodge. Mm. That's some good, good, good coffee. I would say that's like fifth cup, but it's just... When it's so iced down... And these are tumbler clubs, and I, went, I don't know, fifth. Okay, I had one. And it's way in the afternoon, so I had one morning, maybe like one, and then I had two. I would say this is like third, third, going into four, and I'm not powering through it. I'm halfway through it, and I'm like, oh, that's a lot of coffee. But I, since it, but it's done so well. Like when iced coffee is done so well, it really just has that chocolate, which is another really earthy, good tone, taste, um, chocolate. Yeah, check out Rare Earth. Uh, check out doing... Yeah, Grateful Dead's good to do yoga with. I don't know, it's just so mellow. But my one, I do have instrumentals. I have been... I'm not bumming myself out, but I think we, we talked about it a lot in the beginning of this. But my discipline on playing guitar... I just haven't been practicing. I've been going, I've been dicking around on it. And then I had a great dinner date with another family that were all musicians and they had one of those loop pedals and that was fucking awesome. Um, so I got to do that, but I haven't been practicing my guitar and I want to practice it, but I have been playing it a little bit. I think I need to get, I did tune it and I have been playing it a little, but I'm just, I'm not in the rhythm. But I can't get on myself for not being on the rhythm. 
because all it takes is being in the rhythm to become the rhythm. You know, I do, I think procrastination does hold me back on some things where I just wait for the perfect setup. You know, you're all, always balancing that, but sometimes you just got to jump into it. I definitely think that with stand-up comedy. But it took me a long time to even get to a point where, you know, it wasn't until I was 25, 26 until I started doing stand-up. And I thought about it since I was 13. <laughs> it took a while. Um, but timing is everything, you know. And stand-up's not getting any colder. It might be oversaturated, but I can't tell because everybody's uh, media perception is so much different than everybody else's right now, you know. But I do know that Netflix are still selling these things. And I haven't done a special. I, I know when I do a special, it's going to be special. <laughs> Except, I, you know, I produced my own special uh, DVD, like, you know, five years in. But I did sell $20 a pop and sold them on the road. And, you know, it helped out that year. And it was something I made and that I edited myself that I put the money up for, that I created it out of nothing. A lot of my stuff I had done that way. Um, but I have gotten, you know, good corporate, good straight gigs are great, but they're usually not specifically perfect for your style. So that's, you know, doing the DIY, doing everything yourself, you're kind of setting yourself up, okay, this is my dream job, this is my dream reality, and nobody knows you better than yourself. You know yourself even better than yourself knows you. That's how well you know yourself because you're around yourself all the time. So you know what you can do and what you can't do. At least as you get older, that's one of the things I definitely have learned um, is just to be myself more. Everybody bums out on getting older, and I seem to really like it. Yeah, things get harder um, and things get heavier, but you get to know yourself and you kind of learn to maneuver. Or you hopefully learn to maneuver. Or you, oh, that's why a lot of it comes with faith and, and positive thinking and loved ones, you know, and giving, you know, um, the higher level is, you know, is definitely not working, is, is, is being service to others. That's the higher, you know, highest level. You can sit there and get as high and rich as you want, but the highest level is serving others, you know. We're at a good point, you know. I'm not going to wind it up. I might be winding down a little bit. But thank you for listening to this podcast. Please like and subscribe, you know. Um, yeah, I, would, I should do maybe some charity. <laughs> but doing stand-up, it's just so hard. that You're always doing, you're running around. But I do, you know, I've done, you know, free fundraisers and stuff like that. You know, um... It's hard with New York City, you know, I, I walk by homeless people all the time and don't give, and I, it still messes with my head, no matter how hard it goes. You know, I want to give them everything. I want to give them, but then I'm like, I ain't going to make rent. Um, it's always a little bit tricky. But I think we're all evolving with mental health and physical health, and what is one thing is open what i'm trying to do is open my heart and open my mind more and as you grow older those things seem to close in 
So that's just like stretching or just at times like balance, you know, just keeping my mind open. That's what I like about meditation and clearing my thoughts and just kind of not having any prejudgments about anything and just, you know, precisely live in that moment and react to whatever energy is coming. And then, you know, manifest and create your own energy, you know, for your, you know, you, you know, your stairway to heaven or whatever you want to manifest for yourself. Oh, I was listening to the Black Keys. Speaking of rock and roll. Not that I, I go in and out with those dudes. Like, I like them. And then I'm like, oh, I'm sick of them, you know, because they were everywhere. And it's, the sound is amazing. His, his voice is amazing. And then his drumming, and then he's got some licks, dude. <laughs> um, those are all amazing. But the thing about rock and roll, it's the same thing with hip-hop. Like, it, it stops evolving at a certain moment once you say this is that thing. Um, but, no, I was listening to Gold on the Ceiling, like, I, no, which one was it? It was one of those other ones that was like just, I remember when people, Gold on the Ceiling, if you haven't heard that, but by the Black Keys, that's like a, this, it's one of the sickest licks in rock and roll. But, uh, yeah, what was that joint I was going, I was watching, man? I put another funny bear. If you want to see a really, I, I found this old fucking sketch from 10 years ago that I totally forgot about. That's hilarious. Still holds up. It's called, uh, it's from Joint Partners Productions, The Error Report. Error Report. Put in Rob Cantrell, Error Report from Joint Partners Production. It's a funny video, man. Um, check that out. It has a little bit of a horror tinge to it. It's, a, it's like a cheap horror movie. But I did it, and it turned out really funny, and I forgot all about it. But that's what I was looking up on YouTube last. Because um, I put that on my... Check out my YouTube. I got all my hip-hop videos. I got like 10 um, hip-hop videos up. Um, that's my ankle, if you hear that clicking. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have some bad ankles when I grow up. My ankles constantly click. But I used to roll them all the time. So that's what I do like about doing yoga. Stretching out these fucking old bones. Um, yeah, I forget which one. But the Black Keys, yeah, he's just killing it, man. Just killing it. Uh, and just a sick lick. And it's just so simple. It's just really good. And he's just really honest. That's the thing about uh, the dude Dan and um, the Black Keys is his voice is really honest. It's just like fucking straight up. It is what it is. Um, and this Starbucks is, and the Black Keys are a lot like Starbucks, but it just sometimes it's just fucking good. This shit is some good ass coffee. And that's some good ass rock and roll and good ass music. Um, yeah, I will say, like the Black Keys, in the white stripes, that's that whole thing fascinates me because those guys are a little bit younger than I am. So that's what's fascinating that they weren't into hip hop, that they were into blues and rock and roll. And it was kind of at a 
point of hipster dumb. I kind of remember because I was doing stand-up at the time. And I started stand-up in 99. And stand-up started getting hot. But it was like kind of this alternative scene. And I did those shows, but I ended up going on Last Comic Standing, which was this really mainstream super thing um, that kind of took me out of that pocket. And then... But they, you know, kind of, I remember when the White Stripes were playing San Francisco at kind of the same, the elbow room and like uh, down the hill, like at those places. And then they kind of exploded. I remember, yeah, the White Stripes, man, those guys exploded like Nirvana. Like those guys, <laughs> that guy and girl, that group just fucking exploded because they just, yeah. There just comes a point where there's just so much element of cheese. Like, both those guys, I guess what I found fascinating, that they were younger than I, they, and none of that music has anything to do with hip-hop. It's like blues and rock and roll-based rock and roll blues by dudes really committed to it. It's kind of dope. And then, you know, some of those guys, those two guys have put together some sick licks. Um, but it reminds me of, like, the Bill that I never went to, but it was in Columbus, and it was my freshman year, and Columbus was like an hour away, and I didn't go to it, but I remember hearing it on the radio and being like, I want to go to that show, but it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then it was uh, Nirvana and Pearl Jam, all on one bill, uh, and they were playing like, like the 500-seater cool rock club in town, um, and I was like, oh, that's a sick bill. But, the, you know, I remember when the Red Hot Chili Peppers was definitely like an alternative band. Like, that's, their first CDs was like in the alt band group. But then it was those bigger albums that blew them up, you know. And now they're like Ford, you know. Nothing wrong with Ford. A good Ford car is great. Ford Mustang, right on. All right. Right on, everybody. Rock on. Peace, love, thank you for listening to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I would say, yes, cannabis is good. And this silver haze strain, I've had this before. Um, haze comes from like Harlem, or it doesn't come from, in America, that's where you get a lot of haze. But where Amsterdam is where the silver haze comes from. And especially this coffee shop called The Greenhouse. And if you ever go to Amsterdam, Check out the greenhouse. They do it right. It's a little bit higher end, but it's the guys that do it cultivate and get seeds around the world and are like on the cutting edge of growing technology and getting the best product. And then Barney's have been doing it the longest. And Barney's is just like, that's a great coffee shop. And that's like your Ford. They just do it. They got it right. I, but they have like six or seven Barney's. And there's like different tier ones. I think there's one even with a hotel in it in Amsterdam. I want to stay there. Um, I'm going to Google that right after I get off the <laughs> off this podcast. But uh, Barney's Hotel and Coffee Shop in Amsterdam. I got to check that. But I, th I think like some of them have room. Sometimes, but they move shops. And the legalization thing is like fluctuating over there. Um, but internationally like in other countries it's going full bore and what i'm hearing is the cbd is just like opening it all up you know i have this great cannabis but i wish i had a big thing of cbd we're gonna get everything and get some sponsors things are happening
I love you. Thanks again. Peace, love. Okay, this is it. I'm out. Discovery Houston, press to ATO. Each, knee, sang, yong. Each, knee, sang, yong. Knee, yong, 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 yong. Thank you.